thank God for my life. I want to thank God for everything that he has blessed me with. Uh, I also want to thank my husband. Oh, give it up for him. Give it up for him. I'm so blessed with him. He always has my back. He is a great leader. He is a great pastor. He always prompts the best out of me. And if it wasn't for him, I would not be standing here. I'll probably be in a corner just being cute. So I thank him for empowering all the women in the house. He really empowers all the women in the house. I also want to thank our teacher elder, Sari, for all the teachings he has given us. I want to thank the presbytery, our great presbytery, for their hard work. They are a pillar of the church. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I want to thank the church, everyone, everyone for being here, for being part of the body of Christ, for availing yourselves to be here every Sunday, every Friday. May God richly, richly bless you. Before I start, I want to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that your word is life and spirit. I thank you, Father, that as John chapter 1 says, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld its glory, the glory as of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Father, I pray, O oh Lord, that today, as the word is going to be preached, Father, we will experience full grace and full truth, and that transformation will happen in each and every one's life, in Jesus' name, amen. So the theme of the month is the ascension. Tell your neighbor, the ascension. Just ask your neighbor, how are you doing today? Let them give you an honest answer. How are you doing today? We are all doing fine by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. So if we can read our anchor verse, which is uh, stemmed from 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. Amen. Amen. So indeed, without controversy, so there's no one who can challenge this, that great is the mystery of godliness, which is God manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. Amen. Jesus was received up in glory when he ascended. And godliness is the mystery of righteousness. So to be righteous, to be in right standing with God, to be justified by the Spirit, it's only through the godliness of God. Our own deeds cannot make us righteous. It's only Jesus Christ that can make you righteous. It's only by the Spirit that you are justified, that you are justified and sanctified only by Christ. And it's a mystery. And even angels are amazed by this mystery. It says that the mystery was once hidden, but it's now revealed. Because Christ in us is the hope of glory. You cannot be a believer with your own understanding. You can only be a believer by having faith 
in what Jesus Christ did for you and what he's still doing for you and what he's about to do for you that is faith because the Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways so even if we will try to think about what Christ is what this mystery is this godliness this Christ revealed is if we want to do it with our own understanding we will never understand it but thanks be to God that he has revealed himself unto us unto us God revealed is God in us is the ascended God let us go to Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power amen amen for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily can you imagine that the God of the universe with his Godhead he compressed himself in a human being that is the Godhead bodily that is Jesus Christ he became a baby he grew up he then preached on earth he healed the sick he had the flesh that we had yet he was God God had bodily that is the God we serve and you can imagine that when he was in heaven and he wanted to descend to earth the angels might have looked at him as, this is not an ascension. This is a descension. You're leaving heaven to go on earth, to dwell among us, so that we can see your glory, so that you can ascend, and we can be able to have you in us. For the angels, it might look like a descension. For the Pharisees, it looked like a descension, like a downgrade. But for God, for Jesus Christ, it was an upgrade to come and live in you and I. Tell your neighbor, you are an upgrade. You are an upgrade. That is who you are. Do you, do you understand who you are? That God, the Godhead bodily, came on earth, went back to heaven so that he can live in you and me. That is the God that we serve. And if we go to... Genesis, the beginning. So let us read Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 28. Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 28. Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Mm. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Amen. Amen. Male and female, he created them. So it says, let us make man in our own image. The Godhead was speaking. Let us. Can you imagine God talking to himself? When I was younger, I used to talk out loud. Yeah, bitch upward. And one day, my mom just heard me that I was talking alone and no one was there. But I was talking out loud. That's, I, I think there are some people here who do that too. It's not only me. So, yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. God 
was talking to himself. Let us make man in our own image. You are the image of God. And God did not leave this creation up to anyone or anything else but himself. Certain visions, when you get it, it is only you that can carry it out the perfect way that you have envisioned it. Sometimes you will ask someone to create something for you, which you have in your mind, maybe a logo. Then it comes back and you're like, huh? This is not what I envisioned. For the people who are creative, and I believe all of us are creative because our God is a creator. Yes, but some of us use it more than others. You can imagine if maybe you do decoration or you do hair and you have envisioned a particular style and you ask someone to do it for you and it's not adding up. It's not matching. You are like, let me do it myself. God even didn't take that risk. He said, let us make man in our own image. Male and female, he created them. Male and female. Should I go there or not? I won't go there. Male and female, he created them. He created you male. He created you female. Yes. I should go there. I'm getting uncomfortable. Yes, I won't go there. He did it by himself. So sometimes when you ask someone to do something for you and they say, I can't, don't worry. Do it yourself. Because the God in you is greater than the God in the world. And you will create something that you could not even imagine before. It will be beyond your imagination. He said, let us make man in our own image. When you read Psalms 110, so Psalms 110, it says, Then the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Again, talking to himself. The Lord said to my Lord. The Lord said to my Lord, let us, let us. It's always a unity when God stuck to himself. In church, as the body of Christ, since we stem from Christ, the head, we must do everything in unity. Everything in unity. And I want us to read this Psalms 110 from verse 1 to 4. Uh, maybe in the TPT, if possible. Psalms 110 TPT. Yahweh said to my Lord, the Messiah sit with me as an enthroned ruler while I subdue your enemy while I subdue your every enemy, they will bow low before you as I am a footstool for your feet. Amen. So God will make every enemy bow down to you because you are in Christ. So whatever he said to Christ, he was saying to you too. Yes, you can continue, please. Messiah, I know God himself will establish your kingdom as you reign in glory. For he says to you, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Amen. Amen. Rule in the midst of your enemies. We are placed far above principalities, far above powers, far above rulers, far above anything of the darkness, far above anything you might fear. You have been placed far above it because you're seated in Christ 
at the right hand hand of the Father. That is your ascension. That is your position. And when we go to Genesis, you see that when God was creating the world, he evaluated it by saying, and it was good. He created it. And then he placed and mad stuff. It was good. It was good. Everything he made, the earth, the sea, everything in it, it was good. It was good. When he created man, he said, it was very good. You are very good. Don't let anyone tell you that you are an average. Matig, onvoldoende, een sesje. You are created very good. A plus, 10 plus, you name it. Tell your neighbor, you are very good. Very, very, very good. So don't let any guy or, or lady tell you that you are not good enough. Who told you that you are not good enough? You are created by God. You are very, very good. That is who you are. He said you are very good. This is very good. It's really important that when you do something, you do it with excellence. You do it very good. Diligently as unto the Lord. Because we serve a God of excellence. So we are excellent. Fantastic. That's just our nature. So if we are not performing fantastic, it's because we are beside ourselves. But it doesn't change who you are in your core. So get back to that core, which is in Christ Jesus. Which is in Christ Jesus. One thing I like about when Jesus was, or when God was creating the earth, the seventh day he rested. The seventh day he rested. And then he created a presence, a space, where man, Adam, could be in it. Which means that being in Christ is the presence of God. And being in Christ is a place of rest. You cannot be in Christ and be restless. You cannot be in Christ. And although the storms will come, the disciples were in the boat with Jesus Christ. There was a heavy storm, but Jesus was resting. He was sleeping. Because in the midst of the storm, nothing can shake you. You are unshakable. You are immovable. You are restful, not restless. And if you are at the right-hand side of the Father, which is your position, a place of authority, a place of honor, a place of power, you do that with rest. Have you ever seen a king before? Restless. How does it look like? And you are ruling, reigning, operating in honor, power, authority, with rest. With rest. Don't be restless. Don't be all over the place. We will get nervous when we look at you. Be in a place of rest. Because rest lives in you. The Bible says that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found rest in the eyes of the Lord. Noah means rest, yeah. And he found favor. So rest found favor or rest found grace. If you are in the place of 
righteousness in Christ Jesus, seated at the right hand side of the Father, operating from authority, power, honor. You have rest, you have favor, you have grace. That is what you are, that is your position. And the enemy will try and serve you with fear, serve you with lies, like my husband said before. He will serve you. Waiter. He will serve you. Oh, what will you drink? Take a glass of lies. Take a glass of pain. Take a glass of shame. But God, the angels are serving you with righteousness, holiness, power, authority, rest, grace, and favor. That is your position. Oh, hallelujah. Just give it up for Jesus. Because this is your position. Nobody can change it. Nobody can change your position. That is who you are. And what I said, you are but at a price. You are very, very good. Very, very good. Let us read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 18 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 18 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Mm. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body mm. and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. Amen. You are bought at a price. A high price. Not euros, not pounds, Ghana cities, but by the blood. You are bought by the blood. And it says, therefore, glorify in your body. We are in heaven because we are seated at the right hand hand of the father we are still in our body here so glorify god with your body flee from sexual immorality it says because you are too expensive for that you are washed by the blood you're too expensive for that and it's good to have a degree it's good to have a job it's good to come from a good family it's good but we do not boast in that we boast in Jesus Christ, who bought us at a price. And we glorify our body to him because he lives in us by the Spirit. By the Spirit. Let us read, I love this passage, 1 Corinthians 29 or 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 29 to 31, if possible from the NIV. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 29 to 31. I'm reading from the NKJ version. 1 mm -hmm. Corinthians chapter 1, 29. That no flesh should glory in his presence, mm. but of him you are in Christ Jesus, mm. who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption 
that as it is written, he who glorifies, let him glory in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So if I read the NIV, it says, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that in our righteousness, holiness and redemption, therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So if you want to boast, 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 as you will opscheppen, do you know who I am? I am a child of God. Humble yourself immediately. If you, maybe you forgot yourself. Do you know who I am? Oh, humble yourself. I'm a child of God. If you want to boast, you boast in the Lord. Because without Jesus Christ, we were nothing. We were in the grave. We were in hell. We were in shame. We were in despair. But thanks be to Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us, that his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, we can identify with him so that we can live a life of ascension, an exalted life. That is who you are. And that is where your boast is. That is where your boast is. Because even Christ, who knew no sin for 33 years, he was on the earth. He knew no sin. He did not commit one sin. Some of us, at five years, we start being sneaky. We start stealing meat from mommy's pot or daddy's pot. Even at five years old, Jesus knew no sin. Yet he became sin. He bore our sins so that we will be justified, sanctified, glorified. Thank you. When we go back to Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Therefore, just as though one man sinned, entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sinned amen 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 thank you so much let's clap for sister veronica she's doing so well thank you so much true one man sin or true one man sin entered into the world but through another man which is the godhead bodily righteousness entered into the world so you actually don't have an excuse to say that you cannot be righteous because righteousness has entered into the world through one man jesus christ and this is your identity and you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think of so if you want to challenge yourself challenge yourself in the righteousness which has been already placed in you to carry that out as you walk on earth amen Ephesians chapter 1 19 to 21 says and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power 
which he worked in Christ, in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above principalities and power, might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the age, but also in that which is to come. You have to know from which place you're operating. Right now, although we are on earth, our passport is a heavenly passport. We operate, rule, reign from heavenly places. We don't joke with our lives. Whatever we command should come to pass. Whatever we speak shall be life. Because life and death is in the power of our tongue. Whatever we pray, we should shift the atmosphere. Every dead thing must get life. Whenever we wake up, wherever we Hello. Hello. So know your place. Know from where you're operating. Know your worth. Ladies, know your worth. Know your worth. Because you're a child of God, your worth is there. And then when you, you, you know, you have some earthly things which we consider as successful, it goes a bit higher. But your worth is already there. It won't change everything, anything. Know your worth because in Christ is your worth. I want to close with this final verse. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 to 29. Colossians chapter 1, 26 to 29. If our sister can read. Oh, yeah. We don't have a mic. I'm sorry. (laughs) I will read it. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Tell your neighbor, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. If you have Christ, you have everything. If you have Christ, you have everything. You don't need anything else. If you have Christ, Jesus Christ, you have everything. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That the Lord is good. Let us be on our feet. Christ in us is the hope of glory. I want us to pray. So if the prayer team can join me. When you read Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 it says, If then you were raised with Christ... Seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. So seek the things which are above. Don't seek the things which are beneath. Don't seek earthly things. Don't seek material things. Matthew 6 says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and every other thing shall add it unto you. Let us pray that we will seek Christ. That we will set our minds on things above. 
that we will set our minds on heavenly things, not earthly things. So right now, just open your mouth and pray. Commit yourself into his hands. Commit yourself.